everyone, and welcome to the very special bonus episode of Rift Reaction here as we're getting into MSI. Emily Rand, we've got some interviews coming out today. Who are we interviewing on today's bonus episode? Yeah, so we're talking to the one and only meme group, uh, Groovesy, aka the group with all of the English-speaking teams in it. Uh, and we're chatting with Broken Blade from G2, Biopanther from Order, and Inspired from Evil Geniuses. So it should be a fun time. You know, we were talking, Emily and I, and we just said, why even bother with these other two groups? Let's talk to the most competitive group, the <laughs> one that's got the two teams in it that are going to be just destroying everybody, order and evil geniuses. <laughs> and we figured let's throw G2 oh in there as well. So uh, we, I think that was exactly what you said, right, Emily? Those were your words? Oh, yeah, that definitely sounds like something I would say. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's get into our first discussion. All right, now we're joined by Broken Blade, who is someone that Emily and I have not spoken to <laughs> since he was on a team called TSM. We were just talking about this a little bit. Uh, Broken Blade, what's been all going on with you these past couple of years? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I was in Europe, obviously, right? Um, I think uh, the time that I was spending in in, in a, for example, it uh, really helped me develop more as a, just as a player. Like I could take a lot of things to, especially like I feel like in Schalke, I could teach a lot about the game to my teammates that weren't as experienced as me. And in G2, I have more experienced players, obviously, which share a lot of the um, things I've learned and the things that they learned. We can we can like exchange and even the newer players as well, right? Like it's it's great to <laughs> be part of that. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a little bit of an internet hiccup there, but I think we got we got most of your answer. And we should say right now, you're in. Busan. In fact, the the background. We don't have video for this uh, for anybody listening, but you look like you're in a very interesting room. What is this room that you're in? <laughs> yeah, I think this room is like a pub in the hotel. Gotcha. I don't know how exactly it's called, but it's for sure a pub. It looks like a pub. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just, Not that I've been in one nice. before, but there's a there's a brilliant uh, <laughs> chandelier behind you, and it's a fantastic environment. So I just wanted to uh, to get an idea of, of where you're at. So uh, you're on you're on G two now. Congratulations on the big win. It was awesome to see uh, you lift the trophy. I know that obviously meant a lot to you. Uh, what what has it been like for you this split on G two and and getting that win? Um, like when I first uh, joined uh, the team and I saw the teammates that I've had and uh, because we put so much effort actually, like I think, um, I don't know if you ever heard of it, that we practiced against the Worlds teams when Worlds was on. Yes. I think that was a big part of why we were even in the in the in the top tier teams, you know, because we've just put in so much effort, we've put in so much work that I feel like if you wouldn't have won, it wouldn't have justified the amount of effort and um, practice we put in into the split, you know. Yeah. I, what was it like for you or what did it mean for you to be able to lift the trophy? Because I know that's something that you've wanted for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I always want to be the guy that wins, right? And I think uh, in NA, the, the sad thing is that I was very close two times. So. Um, but at least I got it once. And I think in EU now, I have it 
as well. And I'm looking to win even more than that and even looking to win MSI trophy, right? Um, but it definitely means a lot to me. Oh, sorry. We, we lost you for a second. Can you, can you just repeat that part? Uh, you said, uh, we heard, got you where you said like, oh, you always wanted to lift it in, in North America and then uh, with G2. Sorry. Can you just go back to that part? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you lost your train of thought. No, it's all good. It's all good. So I guess I'll just ask, uh, what, what did it mean for you to lift the trophy with G2 specifically? Um, I mean, with G2 specifically, it meant a lot because they didn't win for like a year and I actually didn't win for a year as well because I didn't win a trophy in Schalke, right? Uh, the last trophy I lifted was when I won with TSM and, um, me joining the team and then we win a trophy together definitely uh, means a lot like uh, not only for me but also probably for the team and i'm looking to win more than just one trophy on this team yeah no i just think i think the story of you leaving north america and lifting not just the lcs trophy but an lec trophy is is very cool uh emily i'm going to tag you in because i know you have some questions specifically now that we're getting towards msi kicking off in just a short time um, you had talked about earlier how you feel like this G2 team has practiced so much and you yourself as a player feel like you've evolved a lot from Schalke and now G2. Um, I was looking back at a lot of your picks and I noticed how versatile you've been all split and kind of willing to play anything. So how would you categorize your role on this G2 team? Um, and where does that kind of flexibility fit into the rest of what G2 wants to do? Um, I think like that is the great part about our team. It's not only me who can play a lot of champions. I think it's literally everyone. Like everybody has like the mechanics to back up a lot of the picks, even Yankos when he's older, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think... Um, I think, for example, it it's really short in, in playoffs where I just picked Orn and I was not just playing Orn, you know, I was actually like killing the enemies and like carrying the games as well, you know, and that is partly because before I would just play those champions without actually practicing them much in solo queue. Um, that's what I think was like the really, really big difference because in EU now, in playoffs, I was like, okay, I guess I, I'll, I'll have to play Orn and then... Orin was something that my teammates also thought that was very, very strong. So I was like, okay, I'll listen to my teammates. I'll give it a try in solo queue and I'll play it a bit. And I was actually doing very well, uh, not only in solo queue, but also in scrims. And then on stage, obviously, it was really, really free. Um, Like in some matchups, I was very confident in how it would go 100% at the time, you know, Um, which I don't want to name right now, right? (laughs) But there's been, yeah. Some matchups where where you practice something a lot, you just always know what's going to happen unless there's like some unknown factors, right? In the game, for example, if you get uh, cheese ganked or you lose your flash level one, then it can actually change your matchup. But like if you practice it well and if you put a lot of effort in it, as we we usually do in our picks, um, then it feels really easy to just go with the flow of the game, you know? And during the lower bracket run... um one of the things that people really highlighted, it was actually two things. It was the prep that your team had. So like, I'm really glad you brought up the Orn pick because that's actually another thing that EG are also bringing is like, they were the team that figured out how broken Orn was first. Um, and that was part of their lower bracket run as well. But I think G2 can also be just categorized as a team that works really well together, moves really well together and was very well prepared for how the meta evolved during playoffs. So 
who was behind that? Like, was that a coaching staff thing? Was it, you know, the veterans on the team, all of you together? Uh, how did you prepare throughout your lower bracket run? Um, honestly, I think uh, the one who <laughs> helped us most was actually Fnatic because I felt <laughs> like I felt like they were just the strongest team right before they beat us, and after they beat us, we just were the stronger team just because. We already had our fundamentals, but we added what they had to our play. And I felt like when they lost, they didn't add anything new. They just kept going with what they were doing. And that's why it was so easy afterwards to play against them or against any team. I feel like that was, I think, the big difference because I think in our team, we have like a very, very open communication um, about if someone has a bad game, you can openly say that and they will take it by heart and and do better next time. And I think um, that really helped us getting better. And what was lacking in the team, we just added the next games. And we may see that in this tournament as well, where in maybe the first couple of games or in the middle of the tournament, we will have a really bad showing. But then the next game, we will have an insane showing, you know, just because we learned from what we did wrong, I guess, the previous games. Nice. Now... With uh, with EG, who you are in this group uh, with, in fact, let's just start there. What do you think of this group, and what was your reaction whenever you saw that you'd been drawn into Group C with uh, Order and Evil Geniuses? Um, I mean, I didn't have much reaction. I, I would have actually liked if uh, either TL or 100 Thieves made it, because I had some friends there. <laughs> but uh, it was EG, after all. I think EG is definitely like a... It's kind of similar to us, I would feel like. Um, I don't say I want to underestimate them because I think they're definitely a team who can uh, take a game maybe um, they're for sure I think especially their mid is like very unpredictable in terms of like how he plays uh, he's very cocky but I not only me but I think our whole team wants to shut him up really so that will be very interesting right um, and I, I think uh, it's going to be great to play against Impact again after two years right of not playing against them see how each other uh, developed because I think against Impact it was always like a fun kind of matchup when I played against him when he was uh, back in uh, Team Liquid so that's going to be interesting um, for Order I don't really know any of their team players or how they play as a team so that will also be um, maybe a factor that they can use you know to maybe surprise us but um, we're going to see how that will go um, but I don't really have many thoughts I guess on our group is it is it weird that there's only these two other teams and you're going to play them so much because obviously you ended up in the lopsided group um I think it's actually kind of nice but also a bit weird yeah because the thing is that in LEC for example you only play a team twice uh, if they're not going to make it in into playoffs right and we're going to play them four times just in groups already like each team which can give us a lot of information about the team right um and they can take a lot of information from us as well. But so can we from other teams in the groups, I guess, because they will play so many games. And I think uh, the teams that will prep well or, and take the information better than the other teams will probably go in with an advantage into the next stages of the tournament. You, you brought up Impact when you were talking about, you know, looking forward to facing EG again. Uh, have you been watching Impact since he joined EG? Because I think there's been a lot of conversation about how he seems to play very differently than whenever he used to play on Team Liquid. We've seen it like a more aggressive impact. Um, he's he did interviews uh, last year where he was talking about where he feels like he's kind of like unchained or whatever. So I'm curious if you've had a chance to follow his career 
And if you feel like it will, it'll be different at all facing him now that we see this like different version of, of impact. Um, I mean, that's what I'm, I mean, right. Um, playing against him will definitely be different. Um, not only from his side, but also from my side. I also developed as a player. I also think uh, that I play a lot, lot better, a lot smarter as well than two years ago. And uh, it will be very interesting. If he's unchained, then I'm also unchained, you know, because <laughs> I think I've learned so much in these two years. And uh, if it's a battle of two unchained players, then it's probably going to be a banger matchup, right? And I'm just excited to be playing. Um, and... I hope the better team wins in the end, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super excited for it, too, because I feel like both, seeing both of you guys reunite in the top lane, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, you also mentioned their cocky mid laner, uh, whose name is Jojo Pyun, <laughs> and he had some things to say on stage immediately following uh, their victory that Sunday, where he was saying that he was going to really, you know, show up and uh, I think pit you guys to shame. So you... You said you guys are excited to shut him up, but what what do you think of uh, how these games are going to go? Uh, do you think that they'll be able to take any games off of you, or are you just going to stomp them? How's this going to play out? I mean, I think that uh, Joe Jopian was very cocky because he didn't play against Caps yet. Once he experiences how it is to play against one of the greatest mids in the world, I think he will know where his place is, right? And it will shut him up, hopefully. Um, and I think he's very, very... He's a very... He plays with a lot of confidence, but I feel like once that confidence breaks, he's not going to perform. And um, maybe he will keep it up, you know, even if he loses. But I feel like it will be hard, especially for someone very young. Uh, maybe it won't, but I feel like that's probably his biggest strength, showing this much confidence when he's young, right? And I think it worked for him so far. Um, we're going to see how it will go against Cavs. Um I will definitely back him up, maybe roam uh, one or two times to mid lane. Um <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how good he is. I only can tell from like the past uh, two years where I actually played in solo queue, right? Um, with him. Uh, back then he was 15, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it will be interesting. Well, Emily, I don't know if you have any other, other questions, but I do feel like that kind of sets the stage for us in our, our Group C G2 EG grudge match. Coming yeah, up soon. I uh the one thing I wanted to or the last thing I wanted to ask um is what has it been like adjusting to and playing scrims on the inflated ping? Uh, just like being back in LA, right? <laughs> and actually like uh, in the first few days it was really weird because the ping was like spiking. Like it wasn't like a steady I think 35 ping it was. Mm -hmm. uh, it always went like up and down, which was uh, a bit harder to play. But nowadays, I think uh, it's more fine. And honestly, uh, if you go from solo queue right into scrims, it all always needs some like five to 10 minutes play time to like really get used to the ping again because it is uh, 35, I think, after all. And I don't think it's much of a difference once you get, get used to it, right? Um, I think most of the time people pl blame the ping as an excuse. Um, and I think it's just really just a matter of getting used to it and, you know, uh, playing with it. Because I think once you think about it too much, you will use that as an excuse of your play, I guess. And that will also slow down your progress, right? And then going up against, like, we talked about the group, but uh, I did want to ask how you think you'll stack up against other major region teams like RNG and T1. Um, I know G2 has been really upfront about 
this wanting to be a really strong tournament for you guys. And I actually personally, based on play style, think that you could have some interesting matchups into those two teams. So I just wanted to get your opinion on what you've seen from those teams and how you feel like G2 can make, uh, or if G2 can make a uh, run, how is it going to happen? Um, as I said earlier, I think it will depend on us uh, coming together as a team and uh, learning from every single experience that we are having in this tournament, uh, whether it's good or bad, right? And uh, in the end, if we are the team that has improved the most, um, I think we can definitely win this whole thing, I, even though I think that T1, especially mm-hmm. with dropping zero games in regular season, right? Uh, they're just a really, really insane team with a very good individual players and a very good team play. So, uh, same goes for RNG, where, where I think RNG might be slightly um, under T1, right? I still think that in, in, in three weeks, it can all look very, very different because it's like a international uh, tournament with like very different set, setup. And I think the team that in the end comes out the strongest will be that the team that just, that just learns the most out of every single game, you know? Well, Broken Blade, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us ahead of MSI. Really looking forward to seeing you guys in Group C and beyond at this tournament. Uh, so thank you again so much uh, for the interview and best of luck. Thank you for the interview. <laughs> All right, next up, we are joined by Biopanther from Team Order, who's going to be duking it out against <laughs> North America and Europe here in just a little bit in the spiciest group. That's how I like to think of it. How's it going, Biopanther? I'm feeling quite confident. I've been practicing a lot, so I'm really prepared for tomorrow. So I just I just want to get like on stage and playing, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's going to be really fun. Uh, I know we had a chance to talk uh, last year, so it's great to see yeah. you back here. But em- Emily, I don't know if you want to kick us off with any specific oceanic questions. <laughs> yeah, so just because uh, a lot of our viewers will not know uh, about you. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they might not even recognize you from Pentanet last year. So um, just give us a rundown, first of all, of Order, what they're about. I know I've talked to people from LCO who have said you guys had actually really rough split and then kind of picked it up in playoffs, like the other two teams in this group, actually. Yeah, we kind of had to like go through the lower bracket to like make it here. It was like we had a, like a rough split, and for us, we kind of just like found our identity at like at the end, which was really like clutch for us and very like worrisome because like I really wanted to make MSI again back to back. So like getting this chance again is like really cool. And like for Order as like a team, it's just like we, we're very like jungle mid centric as like a team, and like that just really suited our style once we got to like playoffs and we just won every game. So. Like, that's that's all it is. So are we going to see the Oceanic special of Zillion at all in this in this group? Uh, <laughs> like, like my midlander keeps saying it's like he wants to play it, but I always <laughs> just like it's so hard. It's like it, it's hard. Like, I really want him to play it, but I feel like it's really you need to facilitate it with like other like champions. So uh, I hope that we can play it like, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um. And then I know, like, uh, I've read uh, an interview that Kevy actually did with mm-hmm. uh, Kelsey Moser just talking about the team overall. Um, obviously, yeah. you guys have to deal with the a lot of your talent kind of getting siphoned and stolen by uh, North yeah, America. Sure. But this is a 
team of Oceanic players, like I would say some of the most highly rated individuals, yourself included, that are still left in Oceania. So how did this team even, like the specific roster, come together? Uh, It was like, for me, like I was like considering offers and then like last second I got like an offer from Order and they were like considering this, like this roster and I was like, I I'm, I swear this roster should be locked already. Like I was surprised that I was like, I was like, why is this not locked? So I literally just joined ASAP because I knew that we could win with this roster. So I was just surprised that like the players on this team like weren't picked up like immediately ever since like everyone's been getting siphoned because like I feel like these are like the best that are left right now. That I was gonna say, I know for a fact that scouting went on. So like from NA teams. So yeah. uh, the last thing I'll ask, just because I think it's an interesting playstyle thing mm-hmm. that I've also seen from Evil Geniuses, actually. Yep. But your team is willing to punt Dragon Priority to get top and mid priority with your jungle. Um, yeah. So explain to me how you make those decisions to kind of funnel gold into your carries, because I've talked about this with EG, um, but it was interesting to see that your team will do that as well. Uh, like, it's mainly just, like, looking at uh, our team composition and, like, the dragon roles during the game. And we're just considering, like, getting this air dragon is literally useless. It's, like, 1-1 one, one dragon. Like, there's no point of getting another <laughs> dragon for, like, the next two dragons. So we can kind of just stabilize the game, get our carries to two to three items, and then we can just fight them on the next dragon or, like, dragon soul. So that's, like, our biggest advantage. So, like, it's mainly, like, looking at those conditions and considering, like, how useful is that dragon at that very moment. And it's, like, is there any point of stacking it? Because, like, sometimes we can finish the game without the dragon or we can or like forcing that like forces a team fight which is like beneficial for like our team comp so like i think that's mainly the guidelines to i guess make decisions like that all right cool what what do you think of this group that you find yourselves in because it is the funky group yeah no uh, like not gonna lie i literally didn't watch it a group draw because I was just like I don't mind whoever I verse because like you know like to me I don't really like look at the players I just like know that I'm going to be facing like really strong players and like I just need to be good at the game you know the champion v champion that's all that matters but like I, I think versing NA and EU is going to be super exciting because I think that um, for like my team especially I think we just match up really well I, I think we match up really well against EG I think G2 is going to be the harder opponent, opponent like in my mind but I just think that we just match up well against like the North American team. So I just, I think it's going to go really well. Why do you think you guys match up so well? I think just stylistically, we kind of play the same style. I feel like, you know, we play really hard for like our bot lane and our jungle. Like Inspired literally gets counter pick and was it called? It's just like the Danny shows and like everyone else just facilitates the whole team. So it's kind of like the same style that we have like got ourselves here so i think that's why we match up well and it's just going to be like a mechanics max type of game the the whole all the pundits and community and even the the players themselves on both g2 and eg are just spending all this time trash talking each other (laughs) saying like oh yeah na is gonna beat eg or sorry na is gonna beat uh lec g2 and and we just uh, spoke with broken blade who was saying like they really want to shut up uh na and, and jojo and so I guess my question is, you know, where what do you think of you guys sitting in this group? Because it yeah. feels like both of the two other teams are only talking about each yeah, other. Yeah. People are only talking about the NAEU matchup. I, I'm just saying, I feel like once we take a game, then we're going to be considered. That's all that matters. Like, I just feel like once we're on stage and we, like, can put up, like, a big fight and actually take a game off these teams, then they'll start considering us. Because, like, at the end of the day, we're O's and, like, we're going to always be seen as the underdogs since, like, you know, we're a small region, small players, but, like, 
you know, I I have the chance and like my team has a chance to really like show off like our potential as a, like a team and like I just want to win so then they consider us and like they know that like we're here to play and we're going to make it out of this group. What what are your your team's goals for this event? Uh for them they're more like cuz they're like a bunch of rookies they really just want to do the best that they can but like for me I just want to get like further than top 6 than last year. And I just want to get past Rumble stage and do better than that. So I just have high expectations. But at the moment, I'm just really focused on like the two teams in front of me. I can't really think about Rumble stage yet. So, yeah. When comparing this team to last year's Pentanet, because I think a lot of people really fell in love with that team just because you guys had like a really fun personality and stuff. Um, How did the two team dynamics compare? Obviously, this is like a a younger or like less experienced team, I say. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lot harder because, like, there's a lot of things that, like, I talk about because, like, based on, like, my experiences in Worlds and, um, like, last year MSI, and it's, like, I always tell them that there's there's harder competition and, like, we will get punished for things that we literally don't get punished in, like, LCO, so I really want them to prepare for that, and it's, like, their first time in stage and, like, they, they're confident, but I just know that the crowd, everything, they need to be really prepared because that's, like, it's their first time showing, so... I just want them to like stay like level headed and know that like we can compete with these teams and just show up. So you you mentioned stay level headed and all this yeah. stuff, but last year with Pentanet, you guys kind of <laughs> you not on the riff necessarily, yeah. uh, but outside of that, you guys were goofing around, having a good time, just enjoying yourselves. Do you think we'll see the same thing out of order this year, or are these these guys probably a little too new to be having too much fun? Uh, we're planning some things, but I feel like it's not going to be as high as pgg because pgg we literally were for fun like trolling <laughs> and when the games were doomed we were like just having the like the time of our lives like i feel like on this team they really really want to show up on this team but like pgg last year just was like oh the game's losing let's just let's just make it a fiesta <laughs> let's make it fun and like you know do the best we can so well, i'm hoping we get some some more signs pointed at the camera and stuff like that again yeah of I, course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's quite fun Emily, I don't know if you have any other quick questions for for Biopanther uh, before they take the stage, uh, before Order takes the stage in just a short time. So I know the NA teams have, or NA like community has joked about this, but uh, I think it kind of applies to Osh too from from talking to a lot of the casters and and coaches there is that dealing with uh, inflated like thirty five ping is going to be like nothing because of what you might have to deal with in terms of like solo queuing spikes. Um, that joke yeah. aside, like how has it been adjusting to the tournament ping? Just because it's been, I haven't seen many players actually talk about it. I've seen more like community discourse on it. I think ever since getting here, like I've really felt like the difference because I've been just spamming solo queue and like going to 35 on like tournament realm is like a really big jump. And like there's sometimes like it just, doesn't feel natural like some abilities going slower and it, like it's a really different game and like that's what i mean playing in korea playing in like nine ping and then force on 35 like it's it's a big chump and I, I i don't know how much it will affect the team too much but i just know that like it's just super different i don't know i don't know how to explain it, it just feels weird because like it doesn't feel natural mm-hmm. 
Well, any any bold predictions for this tournament based off of scrims? I don't know how many scrims you guys have been getting. There's always the the question of like, I've like we've gotten more scrims than last year. Let's just say that. I think that's <laughs> okay. Very that's, good. That's, 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 that's progression. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't expect any leaks, but it's always kind of fun uh, whenever you guys are there because I know everybody's <laughs> in the hotel, everyone's talking, everybody's playing yeah. against each other. Any any interesting predictions or anything fun that you can you can tell us ahead of the matches? Uh, like especially in our group or like other groups? just in any like I don't know if there's any teams that you think people should keep an eye on. I think I hear T1 yeah. supposed to be pretty good this year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think like we've been playing against DFM. Like they're really good. I think DFM's like quite good and like um they surprise me especially out of like all the teams that we scrimmed. So like probably DFM. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you guys face off in just a short time. Thank you so yep. much, BioPanther, for talking Thank to so us. Thank you so much. Thank Good you. Thank you so much. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. And finally, we're now joined by Inspired to talk about Group C from Evil Genius's perspective. Uh, so Inspired, I mean, it's it's interesting. Uh, we talked previously to Broken Blade. Uh, as well as BioPanther, so you're wrapping up a Group C discussion for us. Uh, what what do you what has it been like being in Busan so far, being at this international event again? Uh, I mean, the biggest difference for me is obviously the solo queue, right? Because that's what changes the most for a pro player. Because you're playing it every day, and here it's just like easier to practice outside of the scrims. And other than that, uh, I like the weather more in Busan than I liked in LA. In LA, it was way too hot to me here it's perfect. yes yes oh finally <laughs> i've been i am from a place with actual weather and i always tell travis that la sucks okay yes <laughs> they're all okay thank you let's move on from this line of discussion you're in one beach town and now you're complaining about doing <laughs> beach town oh, whatever let's move on uh so but yeah inspired what what has it been like being there um, besides the solo queue, I mean, I assume you guys are scrimming. How's the scr- how have scrims been going? I guess is the the constant question at all international events. But what is what's it been like to face off against some of these other teams? Uh, I mean, we kind of got the reality check, right? Like playing against Asian teams because uh, in and I no one really challenged us. I would say. And here, when we had to play against the SEK teams, then you really see what you are not good at and. Uh, yeah then they they just they just gave us basically a reality check and uh, we know that we have a lot of to improve still is there any concern because sometimes this happens with north american teams where you guys go over there you're riding high and then you just start getting slammed in scrims and morale starts dropping so i guess how's the team holding up especially because you've got a couple of rookies on the team Mm, i think morale wise i think we should be fine we don't really we know that it's just practice and we are trying to get as much as possible out of it we don't really care about the results that much so i think our team is not really like a tilt team or something like that so i think we should be fine oh when we talked to broken blade one of the things he said about g2 that he thinks is a strength of that team is that they're, they have a really good mixture of like experienced players and veterans and then rookies. And they felt like when they got um, beaten by Fnatic, for example, they were able to take and learn from that. I've seen something similar with EG and your lower bracket run. So do you feel like that will uh, help your team going forward in the tournament? Mm, 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think we, like the young players, are always learning the most out of the 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 fit. Usually, that's how it is, and it was the same with me when I was playing my first splits. And uh, I think our lower bracket run was mostly we're like not not on the same page. And in the first series against TL, we were not really well prepared on how we wanna win the games. And after we lost against them, we tried to make some like clear plan how we how we will approach the games and it, then it went pretty smoothly and uh, yeah I guess that's it one really interesting thing to me about EG's team dynamic as well is that like everyone when they're trying to describe the team they're like oh you know impact he's like the boomer he's super old and then you have the two like really really young um, AD carry and mid laner and then you and Vulcan are kind of put in this weird place where you're like still really young but actually have a wealth of experience from in your case LEC and international events from Vulcan LCS and international events so what do you find your role is on the team not only as a jungler but as like a teammate mm, I think I need to make sure that everyone like plays together during the game and uh, don't try to carry the game on their own and I think I'm good at like making everyone play as a team so I think that's like the biggest thing I'm, I'm trying to, to do inside of the team. And then uh, going up against G2, one thing I think is really interesting between your lower bracket run and their lower bracket run is how they played their mid jungle versus how you guys played your mid jungle which was you know, more like spread map where there was was more focused on really, really getting caps ahead in a more traditional style. Uh, first of all, would you agree with that assessment? And second of all, how are you planning on going up against caps Yankos? Because that's the main matchup I'm looking at actually between these two teams is mid jungle. Mm, I mean, I think it was like really clear G to play like that because caps is like their best player. So they really needed to get him ahead in order to win. So it kind of looked like they were playing a lot from it. They like picking LeBlanc, Lissandra, Ari, those kind of champs. They're like very good at setting up ganks. And uh, yeah, they were just punishing enemy mid laner almost like every game. So what we need to do against them, make sure that uh, we either don't give them those champs or we play well around it and Jojo will not die and we can make a play through other side of the map or maybe contest them. We will see about that. I guess it will depend on the draft. But yeah, I think that's how G2 like to play the most. Okay. Uh, it's Speaking of G2, it reminds me that the last time I interviewed you, you told me that you were really hoping that EG could complete the G2 run in an A, except for maybe dropping the one game that you had dropped in that playoffs match. Uh, and then you went on and did it. So does it feel strange or funny or poetic at all to now, you know, you, you fulfilled that, you did the G2 run, now you end up in this group with them. What's been your kind of reaction and sense to the fact that now you're playing against these guys? Yeah, I mean, when I, when I said in the interview, it was like, I, I believed in it, but I didn't really like was that sure we're gonna pull it off i knew there is a possibility but at that point i, I would give it like 40 50 percent that we're gonna sweep every team in a row but i guess it worked out somehow and uh, now playing against g2 i mean it will be pretty fun to me because i didn't really feel that much hype because i didn't have actually i guess against tl i had some kind of hype because i played against hans but now that i'm playing against eu team again the, the games will be very very fun to play to me so I'm looking forward to playing against G2. And and Jojo, whenever he won, 
he seemed very confident in facing G2. Do you share his level of confidence that he had on stage that day? Mm, I think Jojo just doesn't... I mean, he didn't really feel pressure during any playoff games because I think any mid laners are not that good. And now that he will play played against some uh, LCK mid laners and he will have to play against Caps, I think he might realize what he's still missing. Because uh, I think in in NA it was he was clicking forward and everyone was just clicking back, and here I think when he clicks forwards, enemy will just hit him, and it will be different experience for him. Okay, how are you helping to make sure that he doesn't uh, end up clicking forward, getting hit, and dying? I guess is maybe the best way to put it. How are you helping him adapt to the, the tougher challenge? Uh, I mean, I let him die, right? He needs to learn. <laughs> First, you, you need to die a couple of times, and then you learn how to how to do it better, to not die. So, yeah. yeah. Spoken like a true jungler. Um, overall, I know yes. you already mentioned, I've been asking every single player this, just because I'm curious at the range of responses. Um, you already said that playing in Korea on like super low paying constantly for solo queue is you know a huge benefit to improving your own individual play what has it been like jumping on 35 paying for scrims to prepare for this tournament and how much it has it affected uh your team mechanically mm, that's actually very annoying because when you play solo queue and you are playing on this very low ping and then you have to play screens on 35 it doesn't even feel like 35 to it feels like 50 or 60 it just feels very similar to any ping when solo queue so that that's a very annoying part that we'll have to play on like LAN event with with high ping, which is very weird to me. But I guess that's the only way to to make the tournament happen. So we will have to adapt. Okay. The one of the things that I have noticed about this group is that a lot of people spend a lot of time talking about G two and EG, and it's almost like order gets completely forgotten about as this third team. Uh, we just interviewed uh, Biopanther a little bit ago, uh, and he seems pretty excited and ready to go. So I'm I'm curious, like, have you spent much time thinking about them? Uh, I, I might warn you, I know this is your first time at an international event with a North American team, but North American teams have a history of dropping games randomly to uh, teams like order. So I, I don't know how much you guys are putting um, effort in or thinking a lot about them taking them seriously. Mm, I mean, right now I focus more on G2 because we play first game against G2 and we play against Order on the second day. And I just checked what they play in the final and like briefly how they played, their drafts and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't really put that much focus into it because obviously I didn't follow the league during the split and G2, I was like following LEC during the, the split. So I knew how they play. So it's obviously easier for me to prepare for G2 right now than just studying the team that I didn't watch at all and uh, yeah yeah Emily I don't know if you have any other final thoughts for our friend Inspired before he sets off into Group C um, battles I think the only other thing I would say is that one thing that's really impressed me just about the team in general actually I think it's a hallmark of both EG and G2 is that even when you guys make mistakes, you seem to all still be on the same page. So like if something might not be objectively the best thing to do, you still seem to move as a unit um, and you're able to get away with a lot. I think G2 has talked about how they too have gone up against Asian teams and have been punished for that as well. Um, so how do you see this specific matchup going? 
Mm, I mean, it will be. Uh, it's hard to predict, to be honest, because it will be very, very different, I guess, at least for us. Because as I said before, I feel like in NA, people didn't really. Mm-hmm. They were like maybe a bit scared of us or something like that. And here, when you play against the better teams, do you they they feel like they're better than you. They're like they think they're better than us, so they will play very aggressive. And we are not used to it <laughs> coming from NA. So. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to predict. We'll see how good they actually are. But last time I played against G2, it was not that hard. So we'll see how it goes this time. There you go. Well, excited to see you guys face off against each other in just a short time. Uh, but really, thank you so much, Inspired, for taking time out of your schedule before. Uh, I know you guys are headed off to Tech Check and get everything going before you guys hit the stage. So thank you again for the interview and best of luck uh, throughout the course of MSI. I want to thank our guests for coming on. Emily, such a great conversation, right? Yeah, I mean, we had some, uh, we already have some some kind of spicy sound bites that I'm yes. looking forward to seeing uh, the community reaction to. Yes, no, exactly. Please, please let us know what you thought of this. Tweet at us and let us know if there were any special moments that you uh, <laughs> think we should highlight in this. And stay tuned throughout the rest of MSI because we're going to have awesome episodes of Rift Reaction coming out. Shout out to the broadcast for shouting us out. I've heard they're going to do that. So if you see that, uh, say thank you to them. But either way, thank you all for listening and stay tuned for more MSI coverage.